Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This is kind of a weird story to begin with. Several landlords accused of illegally renting out condemned properties in South St. Louis. This is quite a whopper of a story. So almost 40 condemned homes in South St. Louis, have been rented out to people with drug and mental illness, uh, drug addictions and mental illness, according to a lawsuit that was filed by the city. This is a whole different level of slum landlord, honestly. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, you are really taking advantage of vulnerable people, and you're probably doing this under the guise of, I'm helping them when no one else would. I'm guessing that's what one of their defenses will be. But five associates of Dara Daughtry, uh, and nearly a dozen businesses registered to their names are named in a lawsuit, which accuses the landlords of continuing to rent out properties that have been boarded up and declared a nuisance by city officials. Some of them lacked electricity and running water. Th- this is just, to me, peak disgusting uh, when it comes to landlord predatory behavior. Okay. I'm, have you seen the story? No, I haven't, but I'm I'm trying to get the picture here. So when you initially read it, I thought what you're saying was that somebody who didn't own these properties... <laughs> was just coming along and saying, well, that's mine. I'll, I'll let you rent it from me. But that's not. You're saying this is somebody who does own these properties, but they're just, they've, they're condemned and they're in terrible condition and they should not have somebody living in them and they're continuing to rent them out. Yes. So okay. that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's the case because there's so many different properties. I'm, I think that's the case with all of them. So not to say what you're describing doesn't happen. That seems to be fraudsters acting in a bad way as essentially, uh, you know, claiming something that's not theirs, collecting money and then disappearing or becoming untraceable after that happens. That seems to happen a fair amount when it comes to the rental properties. They'll post something up online. They'll claim to be the owner of this property. They'll say, okay, we need a deposit because, you know, we're going to rent this out. So if you really want to see it. And in the I guess, mad rush of trying to find a place to live. A lot of times people from out of town trying to move in say, okay, fine. I don't want to lose this place. I'll put the money down. Well, then they'll show up and then they'll find the place was actually not theirs to begin with. The money that they gave is gone forever. That happens all the time, apparently. Uh, But this is different. This is literally condemned locations that are boarded up with probably markers from the city and uh, documentation stapled or nailed to the front board that was once the door or window and telling them that this is not suitable for humans to live in. Uh, You see this a lot of times too, abandoned buildings that are just taken over by drug addicts because they have no other place to go. And then if you look through the window, it's basically they're starting fires inside and there's a bunch of needles and human feces laying around, just a bunch of junk. But it's not someone that's uh, 
charging them to do that. It's just essentially homeless found a place to go where the police will essentially leave them alone until there's enough uh, evidence or at least there's enough complaints against them. This is actually people charging them to live in these conditions. That is, I mean, pretty lousy, all things considered. Uh, And it goes to show you that we do have a lot of problems when it comes to landlord tenant issues. And we do have a lot of issues when it comes to empty, vacated buildings in the city of St. Louis that probably should be uh, torn down to begin with. Yeah, I'm just like, there's laws against this, right? That they're, they're, you, <laughs> A, I don't understand how somebody can just, like you were saying, some of these houses, like the electricity and the plumbing doesn't work. They don't have running water. Yeah. How you can feel good about yourself about renting that out. But, you know, I've never owned or rented property, or rented out property that I owned, I should say. I don't understand. I don't understand what kind of person could do this. It, it goes back to like, like you were saying, you have to be such a disgusting, horrible individual to do this that you can't afford to put money in. Like, what is a rent? Like, what is a property owner responsible for in a rental situation of keeping up on the property? Well, I can answer that because I have rental properties. You, so I'll say first to let a place get so bad that it gets condemned, mm-hmm. you have to be just completely negligent of your own investment that's what that's what Mm. surprises me because this is your property you're letting it go so devalued that basically and i don't know what the situation here but for me that would have meant that i would have been lazy and not just for a short time for a long time because if you don't check on your tenants at all because look tenants can destroy a place don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong but for for you to never ever check, and I've met I've met landlords who've done this. They they just never, as long as the checks are clearing, they never check on their place, Oof. which I cannot do. And maybe it's when you get so big, you have so many of them, you can't keep up with them. But to me, you if this is your investment, you're just negligent and lazy for letting it get to that point, because if you're doing even. Every three year walkthroughs, you're going to see if there's a major problem and you're going to address it because if you don't, you're going to lose money. So I don't understand why they would do that. I'll give you a couple of scenarios that I think could happen. Number one, they probably have a home that was repossessed because of all the problems and the current homeowner couldn't fix them. You goes through an auction, someone buys it super cheap because they have the intention of if they were able to fix it up, then they would be able to sell either sell the property for a large profit or rent the property out. But some people buy it up and then they say, well, you know what? We're just going to rent it as is, as in this is a, a quick money grab for them. It could be an instance where sometimes these slum landlords will get these properties, but they won't buy insurance for them. So something catastrophic happens and they'll be like, well, I guess we're just going to have to leave it because I'm not paying for a new roof or I'm not going to fix where the fire was or I'm not that foundations cracked halfway down. The, who cares? You know, something could happen where they just become so negligent in it or they don't have the insurance to fix something that insurance normally would fix that they just keep going down the route. And their mindset is rentals are so high right now. People are paying $1,500 for a, something like this. You know, if we charge them $500, they will be able to look past the giant leak in the roof, or they'll be able to look past that the windows are boarded up because they're all cracked and destroyed, or they'll be able to look past that there's no heater water because otherwise they're going to be living in a portage on uh, downtown because there's no place for them in the homeless shelters right now. And we're not going to ask questions when they bring all their druggy friends in and start a fire in a barrel and start shooting up and then, you know, hunching over because they're off the street 
and no one's going to see them inside of this building. That's the type of, I think, mindset that goes on. People look at it as a cheap way to uh, exploit these vulnerable people, either the homeless or drug addicts or mentally ill people. And they look at it as, for the most part, very little impunity. There's nothing that's going to happen to them because, well, nothing has happened to landlords doing this in the past until a lawsuit like this happens. Um, it looks like, for the most part, the city should have taken this more seriously earlier than this because there's a lot of abandoned properties and there's a lot of this going on. I don't know if it's always a landlord taking advantage of these vulnerable people, but in a lot of cases, there are people that are sympathetic and allow this to happen on their properties. The neighbors are the ones that normally bring it up because they don't want to live by it or have to walk by a property or have their the threat of their kids confronted by one of these you know, meth heads. And it seems like even when the neighbors bring up the, the problem, the police do nothing or the city does nothing. So it's allowed to happen, and they probably look at it as a way that it, it it's probably one of those things where they can keep on the gravy train until eventually someone stops them, and it looks like the city has finally done one thing. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 